Hello everybody, welcome back to the podcast, Get a Life Nerd. I am your host, the man, the myth, the Eli G. I don't know why I said that, I'm not that important. Uh, I've <laughs> estimated six listeners, so shout out to all you guys. I appreciate you coming by. If you guys have ever uh, listened to an episode and you enjoyed it, I appreciate the support. Um, I know this is just getting off the ground and I want to do this more regularly. I originally was not going to have an episode this week, but due to the fact... That I am bored, I had a, a little bit of time that I could put together this episode for you guys. So I'm going to do it. I'm recording at the bare minimum. I'm in transitioning of moving into my house this weekend. My girlfriend and I just purchased a home and uh, we're very happy that we've been working on it for a few weeks. But we're moving in finally on Saturday. So I didn't think I was going to record anything. I packed up all my stuff. And uh, yeah, here we are now. So, first of all, I appreciate you guys coming back, like I said. Uh... Today's episode is going to be a little more of a, I don't want to say serious, because I feel like everybody should be able to talk about this, um, but it is a part of who I am and who, or what shaped me to be the way I am and who I, how I do things, who I am, blah, 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 words I repeated things like 10 times there, but we're going to talk about, but we're going to talk about uh, mental illness, depression, anxiety. Um, my main case, I do not, I no longer really have problems with it, but for a long time, I, uh, had just anxiety problems for, like, four years straight. So I had anxiety problems for about four years straight, and what I mean by this is that, uh, as stupid as it sounds, I literally could not leave the house. Um, I'm sorry if you guys hear my dog in the back, dogs in the background, I, I can't really control them, there's... Nothing for them to do because everything's all packed up. So within those four years, I had this thing. I had like multiple panic attacks a day, like I was just saying. Um, I've had, I think it's called like deal realization, where you kind of are living your life from outside of your body. Uh, you don't. You're almost like the way I'd explain it from a nerdy gamer standpoint is like you're almost third personing it. Um, you, it's a very weird concept, but. I, for the longest time, did not think that anybody understood what I was going through. I think that's a common theme for most people that uh, kind of have this come upon them and don't know what's going on. Um, I, it's, it's a tough thing to talk about, but the reason I want to bring this up is that with the stress of moving and fixing up this house, I am so genuinely happy that we are moving into a home that we purchased, that we can make memories, and it's the next chapter in my girlfriend and I's uh, life, and our, you know, I don't, as stupid as it sounds, our journey together, uh, I love that woman to, more than anything, and she doesn't even listen to this, so she won't hear that, so I'm gonna talk a little gushy about her, um, but I'm genuinely super happy, I told her I'm the happiest I've ever been, which, I mean, I've never been super depressed, necessarily, but there are times where I get down on myself, uh, more than most, I overthink a lot of things, I've put myself down, for not doing things the way I think I should or that I think too much about people's opinions and stuff like that. So, you know, that's why I'm making this episode. I There's a lot of stuff going on. I'm kind of not going through it. I've had a, about a year now where I haven't dealt with it. Like, like, hardly. I mean, I'll get, like, obviously a little burst of anxiousness or nervousness, but that's normal for any human being. But, I mean, like I said, I was getting them four or five times a day, and it was like, you'd go to work. I can't even tell you guys how many times I left work early because I couldn't calm down, and I was freaking out. Uh, thankfully, the company I work for 
bless them because I don't know how I still have my job because I mean I missed so much time due to that from the time I was uh, 19 till 21 or two was like the real peak of it. Um, it was pretty rough, man. I mean, when I was 18, it wasn't too bad. It was starting to form up, and I think part of it's uh, growing pains. Uh, and I don't mean that physical growing pains, but there are a lot of hoops and things and obstacles to jump through when you're um, a young adult who is transitioning from going to school, having fun with your friends, not really caring. I wasn't a great student. I knew I wasn't going to college right away. And then transitioning to this work field, but instead of, I mean, my parents were great and they would have let me stay at home, but I like was rushing myself to I need to do this, I need to do that, I need to move out, I need to be self-efficient and not have to rely on anybody. That comes to bite you in the ass. I mean, it makes you work harder, but it puts a lot of unnecessary pressure. I had that issue where I, from the 18, 18, I worked, I lived at my mom's house for three months, moved out to live with my brother and, you know, the city I work in now. So, I move out. 18, you know, um, not really knowing much about being an adult yet, paying bills and this, that, and the other, um, being terrible with money management. I, you know, live in this house, it's a duplex, um, and it's me, my brother, and two other people in a three-bedroom house. Uh, it was cheap rent, um, but being 18, car insurance was super expensive because I wasn't through my parents. I had a car payment, this, that, and the other. Uh, that's a whole other story. That was a crazy ballgame. But I'm more so talking about this because I, I know my audience is 18 and up. And if I can kind of, if my situation can kind of help relieve people or um, realize they're you know, not alone or anybody listening to this if they're new, I want to be able to share this with you guys, all of it, and kind of let you know what I get it, I, I should say. And if you ever need to reach out, I'm always available. Uh, any social platform, email, whatever. Um, you should never be worried to uh, reach out to somebody. Uh, I think it's crazy that people are still judgmental of people going through shit when everybody has their uh, problems and everybody goes through shit. But regardless, I, uh, I move out, I do all that, I come back home because at the time in their life, uh, those guys had, they were experimenting with partying and this, this and that and I, I was experimenting with that at first and I just really didn't like it all that much. I uh I still don't. I I'm twenty three years old and I just now started drinking. Uh not heavily but like I'll have some whiskey, you know, I'm I'm a fan of that. I'll have a drink or two. Like I'm uh drinking a glass of Tullamore Dew right now, an Irish whiskey. It's a fantastic cheaper Irish whiskey. But so I, all that stuff. I smoked weed from the time I was 14 till the time I was 18 years old. Uh, it freaks me the hell out. Now I can't do it. I used to get panic attacks because of that. I, th I think a big part of, and I know this is all mumbo jumbo and there's no really good timeline here, but I think a big part of my anxiety was to give you guys an idea on top of the weed and the party and being crazy 18 year old. I chewed from the time I was 16 till the time I was 21. Uh, so five years chewing tobacco, it's fucking disgusting. Please, God, never do it. And if you do for some reason, take care of yourself, please. It's not really worth doing. I thankfully don't have any health issues due to it. 
uh, since I've only did it for kind of the short span compared to most people that are addicted to tobacco. But I was like relying on it, right? I mean, I was doing pouches, long cut, all that stuff. I was, I mean, there was barely a time in the day where I didn't have that shit unless if I was eating. You know, um, I would, you know, one day wake up, buy a can, go through it, buy another one before bedtime on my way home from work. And that is just a terrible uh, thing. Nicotine can fuck your shit up, and all, let alone all the chemicals that are in chewing tobacco. But this isn't uh, a thing to brag. To give you as an example, I did all that. I was so reliant on the shit. I don't think I could ever quit. My girlfriend and I moved in together. She was super supportive. I finally quit. Um, she didn't think, or she was like pushing me to quit before that. And I just physically couldn't get myself to. Finally, I was like, "Fuck it, I need to, I need to go on. I can't do this." Uh, it's at the time financially, her and I first moved in this apartment. And I couldn't afford <laughs> to have a six dollars a day just being thrown away. Uh, that's an expensive habit, man. Uh, or maybe even like seven to eight dollars a day. I say, "Fuck it, throw it away, get rid of the can." I'm, I. Bought a fuck uh what people call a douche flute so a douche flute a vape, uh one of the big ones like the box mods and fucking you know uh, <laughs> I was doing that and I ended up breaking it day one which looking back on at the time I was fucking furious but looking back on I'm really glad it happened because I was able to quit with no other nicotine in my system so I quit. I get that out of my system. It's been two full years now. Just like on the 18th of September, it was two full years, which I'm very happy about that. I mean, there's way bit bigger things to celebrate, but I celebrate the small victories because to me that's a very important stepping stone in my life. But so to give you guys a picture, the way I was not treating my body good at all. I was chewing nonstop, drinking highly caffeinated stuff, not energy drinks like just pop and eating fast food 24-7, not treating my body I, I wasn't putting in what I wanted out so I wasn't giving myself proper energy and proper health and nutrition I barely drink fucking water which is a mind-blowing to me because now all I do is drink that or like once in a while I'll treat myself to some lemonade you know what I mean I'm rambling on about my health and my background but I'm I feel like there's no other good way of going about talking about this stuff to anybody that might be interested in listening to it, unless if I give kind of this full background. I moved in with my girlfriend. The first, you know, few months are not rocky in a bad way with the relationship, but, like, my anxiety was eating me alive, and it affected relationships, it affected family, it affected so many things. I can't say I lost friendships because my those people that care like to give an example my buddy Mike I love that dude to fucking death he is a brother to me I don't hang out with him a ton just both very busy doing other things he's got his friends and I got you know my girlfriend and dogs I you know we're both busy people we're growing up but like that dude I literally never hung out with I used to hang out with this guy every single day if not every other day from 18 to 20 and I would you know Literally so much of my time was spent with him, and I literally, for like a year or two, I couldn't leave my apartment. I wouldn't, I could not get myself to go hang out with anybody. It was just that bad, and thankfully he's very understanding. Thankfully my family all are very understanding of what had happened, and Riley's family, my girlfriend, her family was fantastic about it. Um, very helpful with my stepping stones. There's been times where I would be out to eat with her and her family, and you know, I'd be engulfed in this panic, and I would have to walk out of the restaurant, like, 
we're in this restaurant in the middle of, I say nowhere, but it's northern Michigan, and nothing really, I was a little bit away from home and out of my comfort zone, I had to walk, like, laps around this building that had, like, woods around it and shit, like, just to relax and calm down, and it's, it's a wild thing to look back on, but, you know, I noticed that a lot of times, especially living in Michigan, where you have, like, three or four months of no, no real daylight and crazy shit like that, um, that, you know, there's seasonal depression, I believe that is a thing, people go through some shit, and sometimes, like, the time of year can affect what your mood can be, and unfortunately, you know, I, I don't have that much of a problem, I love fall and winter time, summer's great too, I really, I've been focusing, and it takes a lot of brain work to, none of this is shit is easy, I just want to go, I want to say that, if you guys have made it this far into the podcast, and you're wondering, none of this shit was easy for me to do, looking back on it, it's some of the best moves I've ever done, but, like, I quit, I cut out, I used to drink, like, powdered sugar every day, I drink water, like I said, I, you get in what you, or you put out what you put in, I guess, or you get out what you put in, everything's tough and nothing is meant to be nothing easy is worth working for um unfortunately if you have been uh unfortunately cursed or not cursed but like kind of gotten the shitty hand and you suffer from depression anxiety I, I feel for you um like I said you guys can always reach out to me or you know I found it that thankfully my girlfriend was very understanding of things and my family was but there's a lot of things I still kept bottled up that I couldn't quite talk about. It was, it's a hard subject. I went to therapy, and I realized it wasn't for me. I think therapy is great for most people, but I had no underlying issues. I think it was definitely how I treated myself, and uh, I had a lot of self-doubt, and I was you know, forcing myself to do things and not truly being happy with what I wanted to do and how I went about it. Now I worked very hard, I got my brain flipped around, I'm like, I'm looking on the positive side of things, I'm very optimistic, I hate being negative about things, there's no reason to, uh, if I could give one word of advice, changing your mindset from being negative to positive is the biggest help you could do, obviously cutting out things that are bad for your health, that might make you, um, like, chew, like, for example, there's no way that nicotine didn't fuck my shit up when I did it that much, um, there's a lot that goes into it, though, man. I I feel like a lot of people don't understand, or people who don't go through it, they're like, oh, man, I'm so sorry that you had to deal with that. But it's like, it fucking sucks. It is so draining, and it takes so much out of you. And a lot of people don't understand, but some people do. The fact that... Oh, excuse me. Uh, getting a little tired here. 7.50. An old man, apparently. Um, people will somehow still think that mental illness or having a phase or whatever. If you're in a phase or if you have it all the damn time, nobody's different than you and you're not alone. The shit is crazy. It's not easy at all. Some people have underlying issues, which therapy is great. If you, the only problem with this therapy is really expensive. Most insurances don't cover it. If at all, they do very little. And I think it's a good 
practice, but just having a steady support group around you is the biggest difference. And like I said, if I will preach it till the end of fucking time, if you need to talk to somebody, reach out to me. I'm available 24-7. I would rather listen to somebody talk to me all day, whether I know you or not, or we share different views. If you're, you're a human being to me. Everybody's human. Everybody has problems. Everybody needs somebody there. I will be that for you if you guys are having those issues. I, I know I told you guys I'm drinking. I'm not drunk. I'm completely sober still. I've had a drink. It's just one of those things where I want to share that because I knew there's this one point in time, like in 2017, I lived with my buddy Kyle and at the time his girlfriend Kelsey. They were both great people. I lived with them and we were, I, life fucking sucked at that point in time. Uh, you know, I, my girlfriend wasn't around at that time and I just had got my wonderful dog Athena she helped me a lot, and she still helps me quite a bit. Um, but I wouldn't leave my room. I'd play video games all the time. i focus on creating content. My content was shit because my brain was fucked. And I didn't, couldn't create anything that I was happy with. I forced shit out thinking it was going to be good and it never was. Um, but I do all that. And that, during this time, like I said, it was 2017. I plan on having this guy on here in the next uh, week or two. His name's uh, Brandon, or I like to call him Ray Ray. He, single-handedly, he's from Canada. I'd never met him in person. But that one, that guy, and I, he listens to this, so Brandon, if you made it through to this point, thank you for being around, because at that time, you don't know how important it was. Brandon, single-handedly, other than my family and stuff, he was there to play games. He did this, that, one of the genuine and sweetest people I've ever met kind of helped me through it without even I think realizing it uh I mean for that year or so span where him and I played almost every day if not multiple times a week played games and gaming to me I mean you can meet so many cool people through it and there's so many wonderful things that can come from it but man I mean even from a mental health aspect alone that that guy and I we would chill and play all the time and he just is generally a good person uh so keep in touch like I said I wanted to have him on the show here and are the the podcast, I shouldn't say show us that fucking legit or famous dude is a big show or deal, but he's great. Like people like that. I mean, people, if you have someone reaching out to you or someone like, Hey man, not feeling the best. Can you get on play? Like something like that. Even if they don't want to talk about what's going on, simply being there and just being a friend, you don't have to talk about the share, even listen to it. You know, if they don't want to talk, you don't got to listen about it. But just being a friend, I think those guys don't, like Brandon, like Brand, Ray Ray, nobody realizes how important it is to somebody going through some shit that, like, just taking your mind simply off of things and playing games with your bros or whatever just simply helps. I mean, there is an easy way to put too much stress on yourself, and I did that for the longest time. I arguably still do it quite a bit. I, I'm kind of running out of not things to talk about. I could ramble on about this for a long time, but it's hard to talk about when you're the you're the only one talking. You know, I can't extend this conversation to somebody else who could ask about it. I remember, um, like here's a cra- or not a crazy story. Here's a story kind of explaining 
my anxiety kind of at its peak. My girlfriend, Riley, uh, she graduated and got her, not graduated, she got her associate's degree from a college, and I couldn't, she knows I didn't do good at crowds at the time, and I fucking hate the fact I regret so much not going, because it was obviously very important, um, <laughs> it sucks, uh, but I unfortunately missed a lot of things, anyway, there was a dinner we were having at this nice restaurant, afterwards, her and her family and her close friends, and I had to go down there to reserve the table, or the table was reserved, but I was going to go there and hold it before they got there, you know, so I could, since I was the only one that didn't go to the graduation, because I can't be around that many people in a small, you know, area, I get there, dude, I am, I'm telling you, I am fucking losing it, right, sitting there texting like 10 friends, none of them are replying, that's not on them, I, I didn't tell them what was happening, I just like would say like, hey, you know, trying to start a conversation, keep my mind going, right? Or keep my mind from going fucking nuts. Call my mom a few times. My mom has been a blessing through it. My dad has been great through it too, but my my mom has a history of dealing with the shit and my dad doesn't. So it's kind of harder to explain it to too. So it was really easy for me to talk to my mom because she understood it very well. And I would call her, you know, I'm good. And Graduation takes a while. I had to get there early to get this table. I'm sitting there losing my mind. Uh, no appetite. So I didn't even fucking eat that night, which is another terrible thing of anxiety. It can fuck up you, the ability to <laughs> everything, like sleep, eating. You're just so unhealthy. My girlfriend's made remarks that I put on a little weight since then. And part of it's probably because I quit chewing. And part of it's probably that. This and that and coping is probably stress eating a little bit. I put on about 20 pounds since I was 19, um, and you look back on photos, and if I had my camera out, I would show you guys, uh, maybe I will a different time if we ever talk about mental health with another person on an episode or whether we do it again, but I was just so unhealthily like skinny. I It's night and day difference from now and then. Uh, you can just tell I was, you know, I was beating myself, I didn't look physically sick, but you could just tell I was off a lot, uh, it sucks, man, it's, but the whole point of this episode, I know I've said the whole point multiple times, but if I can make you guys feel better, or give you a reason, or an ability, I think it's very important to share your stories, I guess some people don't want to, and it's entirely up to them if you don't feel comfortable talking about it. I've talked to everybody and their mothers about this. If they have questions about it, I will fucking tell them. You know what I mean? I am as open. I'm an open book when it comes to this stuff. But the way I saw it in my head is that if I can help somebody or, you know, someone's like, oh, shit, I can relate to that. That must be what I'm going through. Um, the better. I mean, even if it helps only one person, you know, it, that shit's just crazy important to me. So, just kind of digress, go over it all. If you guys are going through anxiety, depression, whatever, follow me on Twitter, either at the real IG, the real Eli G Y T, or at Getting Life Nerd Podcast. My DMs will be open, uh, or you can hit me on any social media platform. The real Eli G on everything. You know, I, 
I love the fact I think uh, the community uh, community of people is great. I want to build up a community that of people that are comfortable with each other, that can be friends, that can relate. This shit's not easy, and like I said, you guys are not alone. I am going to probably end off the episode here with that, but mental health is very important. Just know it's very important to me. I have an episode I want to do uh, later down the line, but it takes me getting a specific person. I don't know if they'd ever want to do it. Uh, it's no one like famous or anything. It's someone who's probably would, I have a decent shot of maybe getting on here, um, to kind of go over the, uh, a psychology aspect of it. It's a very interesting thing to look at and learn about your brain and kind of what's throwing you off. I, I dug deep into it for a while when I was going through it cause I wanted to understand what was happening. I think that's, uh, the same situation for a lot of people. So, thank you guys all so much for coming by this episode. I know I opened up a little bit. I rambled on about some pointless things, some things that aren't. But we can definitely go on about this more. Even just myself, I can think of more things laid out in depth of, uh, you know, what I can tell you guys about my experiences. It's just, it's rough. I mean, I had social anxiety up the, the rear, you know what I mean? Um... I would go out and my social anxiety was so bad. I remember like I'd go Christmas shopping and try to get gifts for my family. And I mean, I would barely get through it, dude. I mean, cause obviously Christmas shopping is even 10 times worse than regular shopping. Cause there's so many people out going fucking bonkers, but it's just some crazy shit. And you know, I had to share this. I hope you guys, don't have to relate to it, but if you for some reason do, I wouldn't wish it upon anybody. But if you do, just know you're not alone. You'll get through it. There are steps you can take. Uh, we'll dig in, in depth more about it another time. But I know it was just kind of coming to that point of year where everyone's kind of slowing down with COVID going on and not being able to go out and see your friends. I mean, I think you should still see your friends if you know they're healthy and not being dumb. Not a single reason why you can't hang out with some people. It's not large crowds. I'm not condoning fucking rager parties with a thousand people or, you know, but if you hang out with like five to fucking 10 friends, it's not going to kill anybody. You know what I mean? But you know, I guess be safe, take care of yourselves. If you're going through some shit, reach out with us to family, friends, me, a therapist, anybody. It's better than going through it alone. I can guarantee you that it, none of the shit's easy and it never is, but take care guys. I will see you guys in the next episode uh, for episode, I'm think, number six. I think this is number five. Uh, that will be on the eighth is when you'll hear that. You'll hear this one on the first. So thank you guys so much for coming by. I really do appreciate you all. Uh, if you do enjoy the podcast, hit the follow button. Subscribe on YouTube if you're listening on YouTube. Uh, any platform, show some support. I appreciate it all. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. It's been Elliot. I'll talk to you guys later.